This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What do we say when organizations and high-profile bishops in the church who have long since been known for standing up against the evil inclinations of the secular world and their evil values, what do we say when they surrender to fiducia supplicants, when they take the reading of the document and ignore what it plainly contains, when they ignore every good bishop in the church who has stood up, including many moderates who rarely speak up, when they stand up, ignore those bishops, and side with Rome, what do we say when they say to those of us who are resisting these errors, when they accuse us of being like the Pharisees and like those who, who objected to Jesus with the woman at the well or who objected to Jesus with the woman caught doing things with someone who was not her husband. What do we say to them? A great many Catholics who have the affliction of the inclination to engage in activities that James Martin seems to think should be okay, Many of them have spent their whole lives resisting those inclinations, seeking help from the church, and getting help from the church. They speak up now and say, no, this document is evil. They feel betrayed by it. And yet, at least in the English-speaking world, the organization that is most well-known for working with such Catholics to help them live as you and I should be living you know, in accord with our state and life, ignoring the sins that speak to us personally, that separate us from God, and instead seeking out sanctity and a better relationship with our Lord. Instead, that organization says, no, the document's not a problem, despite the fact that those who have or have been afflicted with that inclination say otherwise. It's remarkable. Our story today takes us to Courage International who lacked the courage, apparently, to stand up and say no to the Vatican. And not only do that, but they make some heavy accusations against all of us who speak publicly against the document. The announcement here comes from Catholic Vote, and it's really remarkable. With their headline, Catholic Ministry for Persons with Double S Inclination Responds to Fiducia Supplicants. And that seems harmless enough, the, their headline does. We expected, a, we expected a response from them. It was natural that they would speak. There was no way that they couldn't. Unfortunately, despite many people who have gone through their program saying that they now feel betrayed by fiducia supplicants, this organization is playing the loyalty to Francis card once again by giving the Bergolian line about the document. So from that article, quote, a Catholic apostolate that ministers with church teaching and truth to 
persons who struggle with these inclinations recently sent a letter to its members in light of the controversial Vatican document Fiducia Supplicants. Founded in 1980, Courage International, quote, is a group of Catholics who experience double S inclinations and who are committed to helping one another to live chaste lives marked by prayer, fellowship, and mutual support, according to Courage's website. Among Courage's five goals as a ministry, the goal is to, quote, live chaste lives in accordance with the Roman Catholic Church's teaching on the James Martin sin, and for members to, quote, dedicate their entire lives to Christ through various spiritual resources, such as, quote, the frequent reception of the sacraments of reconciliation and Holy Eucharist. Courage Interim Executive Director Father Kyle Schnippel sent the letter to Courage members on January 9th in light of fiducia supplicants, the Vatican document that allowed for priests to bless double S types under certain requirements. Schnippel wrote that fiducia supplicants, quote, has caused a lot of noise in the media, both secular and Catholic, and lamented that, quote, there were often minimal, relevant conversations about the actual content of the document or the perennial theology that the document explicated. The document was intended to develop a deeper appreciation of the pastoral meaning of simple blessings, Schnippel continued. The clarification issued January 4th was made as a result of the diversity of reactions and pastoral implementations of the development. There is a clear reiteration that this development in no way changes church teaching on the sacrament of holy matrimony and matters of the flesh, contrary to many news reports and social media posts. Schnippel encouraged members to read or reread Fiducia Supplicants in the January 4th clarification and asked that members, quote, do so in a spirit of prayer and with peace of heart open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We would invite you to read and meditate on John 8, chapter 11, and Matthew 19, chapter, uh, verses 16 to 22, before reading the documents, so that you might be better prepared to receive their content without bias, Schnippel wrote. John 8 to 11 is a verse from the story of Jesus and the woman who the Pharisees caught in the act of adultery. The United States Conference of Catholic Bishops translation reads that when the Pharisees wanted to end the woman, Jesus responded to them in John chapter 8, verse 7. Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to cast the first stone. John chapter 8, verse 9 to 10 reads, And in response they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. So he was left alone with the woman before him. Then Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Then Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go from now on, do not sin any more. Read John chapter 8, verse 11. The other scripture passage Schnippel recommends is Matthew 19, verses 16 to 22, where the story of the rich young man. The USCCB's provided translation reads, quote, Now someone approached Jesus and said, Teacher, what, shall, what good must I do to gain eternal life? He answered him, why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments, he asked him. Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Schnippel wrote, Much of the coverage with secular and Catholic has been presented in such a way as to inflame our emotion, which inhibits our ability to hear the voice of Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life, or to objectively apply our reason to the arguments. End quote. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wow. In other words, reread the document until you agree with Francis and don't, let, don't listen to anyone saying otherwise because they're just like the Pharisees that Jesus rejected. How very pastoral of this priest to say that. So yes, Courage International seems to have walked away from standing up for the truth and now align themselves with this sellout document that surrenders the church on this issue to the world. How very sadly predictable. And it's really remarkable, too, because that organization has done great work for 40-plus years. For my entire life, since 1980, they have been doing incredible work helping people to live according to their state in life, which is the only thing that really matters in this. And yet, and yet, they refuse to see that the document clearly identifies those receiving the blessing as couples and blesses them as couples. And while we can be given the song and dance about you can't, we are not blessing the union that makes them a couple, the union makes them a couple. You cannot define somebody, bless something as a couple if you are not then blessing what they, what by definition makes them a couple. And until the enough good Catholics recognize this, these sorts of situations, these modernist word games, are going to continue and continue. It's, this is a really remarkable story. And I, I'm saddened to have to report it to you, but I'm not that surprised by it. After all, why should we be surprised? This is, we've seen, even the African bishops have now stepped away reaffirming that the church hasn't taught, changed anything that it's actually taught, or that the document doesn't change anything that the church has always taught, when that's just nakedly not true. We know that's not true. The whole point of the document was to crack the door open so that these sins can be made normal, like they are in the rest of the world. What happens in the secular world if you criticize the sins in question? Think about that. That's where we're heading in the church now. Truly, Francis is the destroyer, or so it seems. Are you surprised by the story from Courage International? Does it give you any kind of pause at all? Do you think they're actually right, that this should be read in light of the gospel? We're not talking about individual people here. The Yes, it's, it's really appalling when we see those blessings given, the pictures we've seen. But who can blame the people, really? Think about it who have been told by the world their whole lives that what they're doing is nothing wrong. And they've imbibed of it because it's, it's the easier path. Instead of the church saying no, in a loving way, still saying no, that our Lord wants them to stop sinning and to come home to him. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the fact that the church now is unwilling to speak the truth. Or so it seems anyway. Remember, Francis is the man the world accepts as Pope. And when he speaks... He speaks for the church, whether we like it or not. I'm curious what you have to say about this. So let me know in the comments. Are you surprised? Are you saddened by courage surrendering on this issue? Are you saddened at the news that the African bishops are essentially surrendering on the issue while 
still allowing, still taking advantage of the decree from Rome, meaning the, the deal they made with Rome, that they will now say it doesn't change anything as long as they get their own exception. Let me know what you think about this in the comments. Please hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.